We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. It's the Donna and Steve show. <laughs> what are you doing? I Donna. I mean, it sounded better in my head. <laughs> hey, yo. What, were we doing it like the Bronx or something? I don't know. Following oh. the rap artist there? No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting scared. <laughs> you have a string of a few days here. Uh, some really. It's like you're squeezing it all in. I feel like I'm watching the season finale of Donna Valentine, not the series finale. <laughs> I didn't say that you're dying, but you know, it's sometimes the final Monday. episode. And you're Mondays, like, I always feel like really. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Punchy. Yeah, but this comes out of a weekend of you accidentally text messaging the wrong people right out of last week when you put down 800 hours of community search, which, by the way, and I know we have to get to this duping some Hollywood star that duped somebody or not quite a Hollywood star. I told my sister about the, your snafu, and I said, hey, did you hear that? And she said, no. We pulled it up uh, on Friday night, and my sister and brother-in-law were laughing so hard <laughs> At the little six-minute blurb of, if you missed it, it's up on our podcast. You can just go download just this six minutes of Donna uh, having a bit of a reply-all problem and a documentation problem <laughs> regarding volunteer work. But, oh, Lord, was it funny. By the way, your yes. sister texted me over the weekend. Oh. I think shortly before I texted you, and she mm. just said, hey, um, not to be a clinger, but can I ask why you haven't responded to my text? <laughs> I told her I just finished reading it because it was so oh. long. <laughs> Anywho, oh, all right, check out this story. This yeah. is real weird. An imposter successfully posed as Riverdale star Lily Reinhardt in a magazine interview. <laughs> Seventeen magazine issued an apology on Friday, saying it had briefly published a story with information believed to have come from the actress. Really? It, why? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. And and how? I know. I think it was a phone interview. <laughs> they said they want to sincerely apologize to Lily and her fans for the unfortunate situation. Not only did this person pose as Lily Reinhardt, but also as her publicist. <laughs> How does really? that happen? Probably kind of easy, huh? I like if Lily so. wanted to reach out to them, or fake Lily. Fake Lily. Then you have fake manager call. Hi, I'm Jody Blonsky, and I am uh, representing Lily Reinhardt of Riverdale, and uh, right. we're looking for an outlet for her to talk. Do you guys want in? Oh, you know what? She can only do phone. Yeah, she's had so many problems with Zoom. I know you guys get it. It's a pandemic. She can only do phone. Is that work for you guys? Is that okay? 
And then why would you be asking questions? You wouldn't be like, whoa, 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 hang on. That's true. You guys it, think this is an imposter? You're right. You're right. It's it's a fear of mine. Like, I get random messages from people who are like, hey, I've got this person who's writing a book. Like, are you real? You know, like, can they be on your show? You yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm. this is my show. But right. You get this as a producer. So, so probably some poor young intern picked up this phone call or something. Oh, mugger. <laughs> Well, the magazine ended up scrapping the article and said it's going to start internally reviewing their editorial and fact-checking process <laughs> to make sure this doesn't happen again. Um, Lily Reinhart is 24. She addressed the situation on Instagram and said, for some bizarre reason, someone impersonated me in an interview, but nothing inappropriate was said, but those aren't my words, and I just wanted to, you know, address it. Wow. Then, um, another reporter said that he was duped by the poser. Queen? And that he (laughs) would be retracting an article that he wrote for the Daily Express. What? And it's such a weird, random person to impersonate. I guess if you don't... It's like me saying I have UB40 with me and trying to get into a restaurant. (laughs) Yes, we have dealt with this with you before. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so weird. Like you're not even getting anything out of it. Just like someone to talk to? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> to like, someone to treat you like a celebrity for the 30-minute phone call. This is a catfish. Yeah. This would fall under under catfishing. There was a guy who, oh gosh, if it was 5 years ago, it was 15 years ago, I don't know. But he went from local news talk show like Twin Cities Live mm-hmm. to another to another to another. As as a cook, you know, you send out a dummy press release, and then people are like, oh, yeah, this guy makes an interesting sort of mole or whatever it is. <laughs> Great. We need a food segment. Bring him on. But he was intentionally going on to these shows and then making really oh my bad food. <laughs> <laughs> so that then the people would have to just sort of, mm, oh, my. Oh, that's hilarious. That that's awesome. such a Sasha uh, Baron Cohen. Is that his name? Yes. Sasha Baron Cohen. Is that how you say it? You're doing good. Thank you. Anyway, that's, that is a funny prank. That would make me laugh. Thank you. <laughs> And now I would like to tell you about Kira Knightley's no nudity clause. Kira Knightley. <laughs> um, she did an interview. I think it was with the Hollywood Reporter, and she said, "I don't have an absolute ban on filming nude scenes, but I kind of do with men." She said, "It's part vanity, and it's also the male gaze." She, um, hmm, she said she acknowledged the need for nudity in films. I don't know if there's a need. But she said she didn't want it to be those horrible sex scenes where you're all greased up and everybody's grunting. She said, I'm not interested in doing that. And then could you imagine? There's a crew. Yeah, and lights. (laughs) I always think of it as just like the whole thing feels a bit perverted in the vibes there of like I think hey so I'm too. working lights today on kerosene. Yeah, I'm holding okay. the mic boom over the bank. <laughs> yeah. Don't ew. talk to me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Boom uh. over the bed. Okay, so she said uh it's partly because she's too vain and she's also had two children and she said I'd rather not just stand in front of a group of men while naked. Yeah, I get yes, it, girl. Uh, yeah. 
That's totally well, that's, reasonable. And you guys know, like, nudity, too, has always been more directed towards the female body in movies. It's now, more lately, it's been directed towards more, you could see, but in the past, don't you feel like it was more or less always, yes, like... it for sure was. Always female, it was, that was what you saw, and it's like, yeah. well, why can't you see the man if and, you get to see the female? Oh, there's an interview out there, you can look it up if you want to. You've heard my rants about... Um, how I really have strong feelings, Donna, about mm-hmm. pornography and things yep. like that, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a Game of Thrones producer who's out there saying, like, he just wanted more nude scenes, like, for the pervert. Like, let's cater to yeah. the guy. Yes. And that it's the funny, it is only, I, I would be hard-pressed to be won over on, like, the artistic mm-hmm. element that I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of these, especially male directors, are selling their female actors on. It's true to the story. You can that can always be implied. It's catering to the carnal man who just gets to watch it and is right. like, "Oh, she's hot." I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's subjectifying women. That's my opinion. I know a lot of people disagree with me. She, Not you. That's mine. I like she it. She says that. Um, this is Kira Knightley, by the way. You she says me. that. Um, if she did do a nude scene, it would have to be with a female filmmaker, which sure. I get. Which I get. I think Playboy actually has a lot of female photographers who oh really who, yeah i mean i'm sure they have a lot of men too but i think that yeah. there's always like a woman in the room oh i'd hope so you know to be there for the other women posing i don't know yeah i'm gonna go no, no but, Donna, stick yeah, around. All right, I'll stay. For no, I, I started trying to look up by the guy. By the way, the guy, Chef Keith, is his name. The guy who uh, who trolled a bunch of afternoon <laughs> TV talk shows. Awesome. I've tried God. to pull them up, but then there's a YouTube thing that there's a woman doing some funny stuff with ventriloquists, with some really creepy looking dolls, and that's I'm being threatened right now, guys. Is my point. You try looking for sound for something that comes to your mind, and then there's the YouTube black hole that awaits you, mm-hmm. and it's, <laughs> it's willing true. to suck you into its vortex. It's so true. And speaking of YouTube, um, we did get a bunch of emails, oh by the God. way, on cutting the cord. All right. Oh, oh, really? Yes. Yes. A bunch of you know people telling what they're doing, people disagreeing with I am Grant, and I love that they're all referring to you as I am Grant. <laughs> It just cracks me up. By the way, there's also a um, fake strongman duo named Chop and Steel. I can't. Who also pranked a bunch of morning shows. I can't handle it. They're in Zubas, and this guy just stepped on like five Easter baskets in a row and flattened them. Let's... Let life bounce off of you. Yep, right. And so we are going to do just that little. So here we have hearing oh it all. God. I have multiple videos playing. Chop and steal is how they went on. He's throwing sticks at the guy's back now. <laughs> just like twigs. Oh, can you imagine? Good day, Dakota. Oh, funny. Your local right, CBS affiliate. All right. Uh, we are going to come back, though, with a study. Wonderful. We've got a couple. Um, is there a movie that makes you cry every single time? Doesn't matter how many times you've seen it. There's sort of an informal poll that happened online over the weekend, so we'll rattle through some of those. And where does Minnesota rank in terms of states that just really disproportionately hate Mondays? Do we think we're high? Do we think we're low? You're probably wrong. Hmm. When we come back on the Don and Steve show on my talk. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. uh, Uh, Boxers and briefs for men. That's true. But women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt, like continuously 
cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing covered. Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's I'm cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies. Ladies. Try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill Boys. Comfort where it counts. I'm digging these flashbacks. This is really fun. Don't you think, Steve? It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, Steve. I'm trying to look up how long ago this song came out. What's the song called? I Want It That Way. Yeah. Hang on. Oh my gosh. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Guys. Everybody say hey. That song came out, we need to 90... just realize this, 22 years ago. Oh. oh. 22 years ago. Now, what year was that, that was 1999. Okay. And in the year 1999, 22 years before that would have been 1977. What were the hit songs then? That It's the same stretch of time from one to the other. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do, Steve. And it is not making me feel good. Let's get nerdy. Studies have shown that medical... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Well, Donna feels a little bit punchy today on a Monday. Yes, she has lipstick queen. all over the butt of her pants yes, right now. Yes, She'll probably lock herself out of somewhere later or her roommate out, make him sleep in the garage. She's done that. Yep. She's mistexted. She's <laughs> done massive reply-alls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's just a wonder. She is our I'm little lady. She's I'm on our a roll. Well, there was a new study that ranked all 50 states by how much they hate Mondays. I don't hate Mondays. I kind of, I kind of like Mondays. I kind of like Mondays. I don't. You know what? what? I do like Mondays. I just don't like Sunday night. That's nobody likes Sunday night. Don't like Sunday night, but don't mind Monday. They call it the Sunday blues. But when you wake up on Monday, you feel good, and especially once you get rolling, like once coffee's in my system and I've been at the computer for twenty or thirty minutes, I'm feeling good and revved up. Like, okay, this is the normal rhythm. This is cool. I like the fresh start of a Monday. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. It's like a dollar. Many Minnesotans don't like it. The 10 states that have the fewest, uh, excuse me, the most issues with Monday, it goes Idaho, Montana, Utah, Oregon, and then coming in at number five, Minnesota. We hate Mondays. How did they quantify this, Steve? They asked. This is based on Google search trends on Mondays for things like we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Coffee? or looking up the phrase, why am I so tired? Calling in sick and looking for new jobs. Mm. We rank number five out of 50 states for our, based on that criteria, hatred of Mondays. Mm. Garfield didn't like Mondays either. I never followed Garfield. 
Something He's, about lasagna. He loves lasagna. Odie. He verbally abuses Odie. It was never totally clear. There were some episodes of Garfield, Garfield where it seemed like John Arbuckle, his owner, could understand him. Oh, wait. It was a cartoon? You're not. That's a joke, what you're saying. I, I know Garfield as a comic strip. Okay. All right. That scared me. I thought that you thought this was some sort of a live animal oh, situation. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't I realize was it say, was a Donna, television show. You get the hell out of here. You take the rest <laughs> of the day off. Get some help. Uh, it was a comic strip and also a cartoon. Okay. Um, and it was, uh, it, was, it was big when I was growing up because McDonald's, for a brief period of time, had Garfield promotional materials. Yes. Including these coffee mugs. And yeah. I remember my mother had this glass coffee mug. Which is rare already, right? To see the coffee inside of the coffee mug. Because oh, sure. most yeah. tempered glass isn't, you know. Yeah, sure. But it had Garfield on it, and he was chasing Odie around or dragging Odie behind him. I forget what it was. I remember Something those, where he Steve. Just, you know what I'm oh, talking those about. Are, yeah, those are classic. They did one with the Flintstones, too, I believe. Same style of Oh, mugs. really? Yes, yes. wonder if that was when the Flintstones movie came out. Probably, probably. I mean, Garfield really, this poor Odie, though, was just... Really on the short end of the stick in that relationship. (laughs) He was abusive. Garfield was verbally abusive. Loved it. It was a cartoon. Saturday morning cartoon was great. Why am I talking about Garfield? I don't know. Because he says I hate Mondays. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's get now back to the study regarding the movies that always make us cry. Now, this was an informal study. This was something that ended up kind of going viral on Twitter over the weekend. And the, the person who originally posted this said the the question is what movies make you cry always doesn't matter they just if you see it you're crying and the original poster um put these four up for him apollo 13 big fish i've never hmm. seen oh you, you would you love told that. me i need yeah. to watch that right it's, it's about you know a father and son <laughs> the green mile <laughs> and saving private ryan now, I saw an ad this morning for wonderdad.com. Hmm. And apparently, this is a thing that you sign up for. Now, you have to pay $2 a week, $8 a month. It's a streaming service. But they give you all sorts of, you put this info in about how old your children are, and then they're sending you information, ideas, getaways, adventures, you know, ideas for imaginative play, all this sort of stuff to keep the connection going with your kids. And you know, it hit my heartstrings because it said, your children are only little once and you're always thinking about how do you make the most of that time. So I signed up. I'm on their mailing list now. Are you serious? I'm not buying in at $2 (laughs) a week just yet. I'm going to look through the introductory stuff and see what we can do. Okay. Um, you know the movie for me is Father of the Bride. Mm-hmm. It's a real problem for me. Uh, Donna, for you, what is it? Goodfellas? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I cry a lot. Hmm. I uh, During a, movies, you mean? During anything. A commercial can get me sometimes. Yeah, I just, I cry. And I like to cry. Because it feels good. Mm. Yeah. I don't cry often. You guys ever see Click? The movie Click with Adam Sandler? Yes. That's for walking. That one is a very, that one gets me, Steve. It's kind of got that whole sense if you go too fast, you'll miss everything. Oh, uh, it, I don't it, think I ever saw that. It's one of those movies where from Adam Sandler you think, oh, what is this going to be? But man, it gets you. It, it's a jerker. Mm. 
Okay, it's a tear jerker. You always have to say tear jerker. Oh, gosh, yes, yes. Always say tear first. Clarify. Wow. Oh, gosh. That was uncomfortable. All right. Let's do Money Monday next. There's a town that did something really nice for a pizza delivery guy. He's been delivering pizzas there for more than 30 years. They pulled some money together and did something nice. We'll tell you about that. Um, and the surge in new spend. You'll see this upcoming year. Next, bye. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Mail Oh, nice. This should be fun. What do we have? I hit the wrong button. <laughs> oh, dang it. Donna. Donna. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Can I tell you how that happened? Sure, Donna. My screen was squished really small and all I can see was the letter M on the first letter of everything on our button bar. Mm. I think I'm, I'm with you. When you have a lot of buttons, it condenses the titles down and you just see the first letter. So mm-hmm. you're not alone. Thank you. You're okay. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Meanwhile, since we're in the mailbag and informally, we'll get back to the money Monday here in a moment. You opened it first, which got me all excited. Uh, We get emails like this from listeners. Amy, Donna is right, subject. She's right. Higher risk of intestinal cancer eating smoked foods. But thanks for the Malcolm Reed tip, which I gave as part of a recipe. (laughs) You're smoking a lot. Okay. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hey, Donna. Maybe. I'm just smoking on the weekends. I'm smoking on the weekends. Doesn't seem that way. That's because time is pushing together. (laughs) <laughs> in all of our brains, some more than others. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> um, okay, Money Monday. Let us get back to it. Did you hear about this town that all got together and pulled their money and bought a pizza delivery guy who had been delivering pizzas in this town for more than 30 years, a brand new car? No. Oh, Isn't that wonderful? That's awesome. That makes me want to cry. 31 years, he was driving a beat-up 93 Oldsmobile, and now he's in a 2017 Chevy Malibu after they got 19 grand together. He's been delivering pizza for 30 years? That's awesome. I want to see this years. guy. What town? Again? Wouldn't that be great? Then you, you just know the guy, like when he shows up, it's like, Bert, thank you. It's like that Taco Bell guy in Florida that got the $3,000 tip from all the locals who put together. They were He was their favorite fast food guy, but he had been there for 20 years and serving at this at this Taco Bell. And it was just something that the locals put together and they called it their fast food guy award. And they gave him like a $3,000 tip. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Aww, He's just a happy face. That guy was face. 89 years old, the one you're talking about. Yeah, he was old. Yeah. He was really old. And And, and, and this guy gets a car? This guy gets a car. Can we get Donna some pants, maybe? What, do you want us to rally together? Should that be our next MyTalk fundraising effort? (laughs) Something for Donna to make her feel loved? Are the jeans that you're in right now that have lipstick on the butt, are they salvageable? Will that stain come out? I don't know. They're they're camo pants. Really? Yeah. Are you dressed up today looking kind of funky and cool? I always look funky and cool, dude. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's yeah. I don't think it's going to come out. That. To tell you the truth, 
By the way, remember uh, last year or last week I was talking about my sister for my birthday got me scratchers, lottery scratchers? Yeah. Well, there was a guy in North Carolina, speaking of money, who got a gift bag from his boss for Christmas, had a lottery ticket inside, ended up winning $200,000. Wow. Remember when I won cake? She didn't win cake, Donna. That's just the emblem that they had below, and you needed to match that cake with a bunch of other cakes in order to win. You did not win cake. Here, to whom it may concern, to the New Jersey Lotto Commission. Now, while I was pleased to have won such a fabulous dessert, cake pleases almost everyone. I am concerned. I mean... Hey, you're not alone. Lily came to me last week. She got one from her work as like a thank you for filling in. And it was like a Scrabble crossword puzzle type scratch off. And she goes, how do you play this? And I go, I don't know. You scratch it, you match the symbols, and you get the money, right? Right. We literally had to YouTube a video (laughs) on how to do this scratch off. It was, it's a crossword type. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's like, can you just simplify and stop getting crafty? Well, here's the, here's the problem. God. What every scratcher needs to say, because I think most of them play out this way, but is it needs to say in big print, you can scratch everything. Right. Because you're like, but what if I scratch one too many? Will that make null and void the incredible prize that I was set to win? You know what I mean? Yep. Yes. Somebody in Michigan bought the winning ticket for the $1.05 billion Mega Millions jackpot. Oh, yeah. Third largest lottery prize in U.S. history. Uh, your winning numbers on Friday night's drawing were 4, 26, 42, 50, and 60. There was a mega ball of 24. But somebody somebody woke up. Someone right now has a billion dollars to be claimed. Wow. It made me look up the previous big winner, that Powerball that was $1.5 million or whatever it was, a couple of years ago. Was, I think in 2018. Uh the woman took, you have 180 days to claim it, and she took, I think, about 150 days. She never revealed her identity because in Maryland, you don't have to oh, go public. Oh, that's great. Which is great. Um, she randomly, this is this is the 2018 winner. She randomly got it because she was doing a little scenic drive through, had to stop and get gas at a station she doesn't generally go to, goes in, allows someone in front of her in line. That person purchases oh, a Powerball. The butterfly. God. The butterfly effect is in action here, and uh, and then they, and then she got the winning ticket, and it's, she sounded very level-headed. She didn't want to reveal her identity, of course, but was making plans for philanthropy and you know comfortable living and all of that. But I just, I just can't. I know I can't imagine I know, the person Steve. in Michigan today. I know, I know. What is that person doing? Did probably, they go to work? They probably. I wouldn't leave know. my house until I got the money. What oh. if they bought the ticket and just were, you know, put it in their glove box in their car and were like, "There is a chance they don't know." Yeah, you're absolutely or it's right. Or at and, the dry cleaners right now in a pocket. Wouldn't you want oh, to no. go to work though for one day just to walk around knowing, like, <laughs> knowing what you know and just be like, "I'm not coming back tomorrow." I don't. Yes. I don't know. I'd kind of be concerned. What if I get in a wreck on the way there? You, know? uh, yeah. <laughs> you can get a wreck on the way to anywhere. You can go get a wreck I on the know. way to get your ticket. But I, I get know. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I don't know. I think it would be fun just to see one last time to feel what it would have, what it was like, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, here's some more money news. The United States of America Today newspaper 
They have a headline today that reads, uh, the USA Today, the pandemic altered financial behaviors for many, um, and there are some things that we can expect to change for good, but they were talking about expecting a spending surge later this year as consumer confidence returns. They Mm. say uh, that's been the experience of all previous economic downturns. This from a report on emerging trends, blah, 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 blah. But what happens is people hunker down, and then they say the bounce back will therefore likely emphasize businesses, particularly the ones that have a communal element. Think travel, uh, think restaurants, think movie theaters, think concerts. Concerts. They're expecting those to have a big bounce back because people have, they said they'll have a bit of a YOLO vibe to them. Mm. Whenever they deem things safe, they being you, me, all of us, when you deem things safe enough, that you have this pent up, I want to go out and travel, or I want. I'm that's it this year. When concerts are back, I'm going to six concerts this year. Whatever. Do you sense any of that? Do you have any pent up things that you want to go and do that when you get the quote unquote all clear, which we'll never totally get, but when you get that, we just say that's it. I'm traveling more than I did in the previous three years combined. No. All righty. <laughs> are do you grant? Uh, locally, I will do things here. Like me, I I go to sports games all the time. Okay. So as soon as I can get in the doors, as soon as they let me, I hate to say this, if they let me today, I would go because I would just keep yeah. my distance, wear my mask, and right. not go talk to anybody. But they're not doing that, so I'm going to do what I'm told. You know? Yeah, I don't feel any kind of crazy urge to get like anything out of my system. Do you, Steve? Oh, me have urge. Oh yeah, I want me have urge travel. Well, yeah. you have to understand. Last year. We, um, like everybody, had trips that were canceled. Mm -hmm. But as we go back to the passage of time, and your kids are only little once, we had a Disney World trip planned that was going to be like our first big family Disney World trip. And uh, we were going to be surprising the kids with it in April. We told them we were going that summer. And then on Easter Sunday, in their little Easter basket, they would find like Mm. a get dressed and let's go. We're going to the airport and going to Disney World right now. That would have been be great. So cool. Didn't happen. Um, and so, and that. then we had like a camping trip that we go to that got canceled. Our Duluth trip ended up getting canceled. So, yes, I feel it. In fact, my wife and I are plotting how we're going to. Here's what we're thinking of doing, and I'll take your opinions on this. Okay. Thinking of maybe um, splitting it up because, for instance, we don't know if we're ready for like a big Disney World trip, the whole family, quite yet. We got little Dev that you got to factor in. He's mm-hmm. a year, he's a nuisance at a place like Disney World, right? Um, maybe doing a couple of s- split trips, Lou and the girls, me and Grayson. Yeah. Um, and oh, then we could sweet. maybe flip flop that. So instead of doing one big long family trip, maybe we just do like a couple three day weekends where we're splitting off and Love having it. a little more of intentional time. And then next year, plan the big yes. family Disney yeah. trip. Yeah. Oh, that's great, Steve. Oh, spot on. Just clapping. Spot on, buddy. I do have to say the one yes. thing that I, that I really want to see my family. Yes. I haven't seen my family in, I don't know, two years. You got to get back there and see them. I can't be right. Book the flight, Donna. Wear the mask. I'm telling you, if you're on a plane right now, I get it. This is my opinion. People have been flying throughout this entire thing. Planes are so bleeping clean right now. Keep your mask on the whole time. They're sanitizing like psychopaths, and you'll get to where you need to go. And then be safe when you're there with your family. Yeah, okay. Just be safe. I'll Just do be it. safe, Donna. I'll do it, Steve. Well, you won't be safe anymore. <laughs> oh, God, you're oh, I'm going to crunch this can. 
Fresca. <laughs> it sounds like you just had a little tiny yes. plastic cup. I know. Was, I think it was because I had um, oh, more skin. liquid in there. Hang on. <laughs> All right. Still, it still sucks. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, um, I have a, a lovely story that I want to share with everybody that I'm going to link up. It's a, a story of a loyal dog mm-hmm. waiting for its owner. I'll tell you about that. And then... Have you guys seen this Kellyanne Conway, her kid, on TikTok? I saw one TikTok video a couple of months ago that I was like, oh, this is This is not good. (laughs) That kid is such a brat, and I love it. I'll tell you about it coming up next on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. You know how we love dogs on this show. And kitty oh, cats, yeah. all of them. They're mainly dogs. Mm, and cats. <laughs> okay. A video has gone viral of a dog in Turkey that waited outside a hospital for her owner for six oh. days. Oh, oh my gosh. That's really she sweet. followed the ambulance to the hospital. Oh, no, ma'am. The man's daughter would take the dog home at night, but it kept going back. It has all these different clips, this video of the dog waiting at the front door of the hospital, plus the happy moment when she and her owner are reunited. It is the sweetest, sweetest thing. It's like she's just like the doors keep opening and closing, you know, like sliding open and close. And she's just looking inside and waiting. Guys, this kills me. That's really sweet. It's really sweet. Have you noticed that with with Buddy? Do you, what's your? Can I ask the status of you and Buddy? Oh, hey, thanks, Steve. Um, so your your dog. Do you? Is it your dog now? Yes, thank you. You fostered the dog at the beginning. Yes, and a, a an adoption fell through. Okay. And I decided to keep him. Okay. Okay. All right. That's awesome. So no, but this he will wait. In, in front of the window for me. Oh. So, like, I'll go home and Rumi will be like, he was a lazy bum all day. And then as soon as he sees your car oh, that's go sweet. by the window, he jumps off the couch and then he stands by the door and waits for me. And then he starts just having the time of his life. Does he jump up on you? He does he not jump. That's good. Nope. Because of his fiscal limitations. That is correct. Um <laughs> That's, he's very chest heavy, so like he'll jump, but then he falls back down because he's got he a little hop. The, the <laughs> yes, heavy. he can't, can't get really all the way up on his legs. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, oh, that's fun. so I started watching this TikTok video of Kellyanne Conway's daughter. Apparently, the police are investigating this screaming match between. Oh. Her and her daughter, and I know it's in. The kid is saying everything's fine, and she in no way is trying to get her mom in trouble or anything. But they, her mom, Kellyanne Con, screaming at her, oh. and the mouth. Mm-hmm. I can't believe mm. the words coming out of her. She f bombs like crazy, but the Jeez. kid, her name's Claudia. She is just recording everything. There's just... one point, Grant, where she's making a recording and talking to her mom and saying, 
Mom, uh, if you see this, uh, come upstairs into my bedroom and we can talk. Like, she's not even communicating face-to-face. Mm. She's oh, communicating Lord. through TikTok. What a nightmare. I know. Could you imagine? She has some really funny lines, though, I have to say. Oh, if I talk to my parents like that, are you kidding me? <laughs> Telling your parents, hey, you come talk to me. Okay, let's just start with that one. Right? No, no. <laughs> Oh, my God. If I talk to my parents the way she is talking to her mom, I'd get the you-know-what beat out of me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, and to have your kid, like, so, uh, now I've only seen one of these videos, and it was a couple months ago, but to have them documenting, let's say, what isn't your best behavior, and then just, like, live streaming it or immediately posting it. Yep. I mean, what a miserable, miserable situation. She's 16 years old. Yeah, and then you you could see Kellyanne Conway going, are you recording me again? You know, and she's just getting so mad. The phone that you pay for, that you give your kid, they're using against you to literally just embarrass you. But wait a second. She pays for the phone Oh, yes, I forgot about that. I forgot. I pay for my phone. Uh, No, the girl Through her allowance, I'm sure. Right? (laughs) I wouldn't give that kid any allowance. She's so disrespectful. I couldn't anyway, I I believe that things are okay as far as the police investigation because sure, a third right. party had you know said that they had seen these videos and it looked like it looked like her mom maybe hid her in one of them. Oh, um, yeah, so they're in family therapy. <sighs> oh, good. They really are. You mean that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. I, I believe good. that's what she told the cops um, is that we're going, you know, she's having a hard time. We're in family therapy. Oh, Yikes. By the way, thanks, thanks for asking about how the, um, the allowance situation is going at my house. Oh, yeah. How oh, is that going? I like that oh. idea a lot. Uh, remember, we're, we're tweaking the word. We're calling it a commission. You got to do stuff to get stuff. Uh, the kids have um, not done the first week 100% on their chores, and they were like, great. And then they got full pay. But we told them, if you don't do it, you just don't get paid for the things that you don't do, and we'll just continue to scale that down. And so it's been uh, two consecutive weeks where we have not had all of the uh, money made. So mom and dad have saved some money. But at any point, we can force them you know, to do it. It's like you got, you just got to do it. If you yeah. want to go outside to play today, you got to get it done. But we have had, um, we've stuck to our guns in terms of not paying them full. You're not just getting it, as many people say, just for breathing. You got to do stuff. You got to earn it. You got to yeah. understand that work is garbage. where money comes from. Right. How much are these kids getting now? Donna! There's a system, right, for the Look, whole thing. Look, the article that I came across said, here's a good way that you can do it. A dollar per year old that they are and adjust their responsibilities accordingly. Oh, that's so the five-year-old can make a max of five bucks in a week. An eight-year-old, eight. A 10-year-old, 10. But they have different, your your chores will get ramped up by age and by the money that then is available to May you. May I hear some of the chores? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, taking the garbage out, taking the recycling out, uh, wiping the counters, sweeping the floors, vacuuming, cleaning the basement, uh, making sure that the stairwell going upstairs is always cleared, picking up dog poop, uh, of course, cleaning your room, cleaning Boy, the lock. What does that leave for you? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Donna. Smoking I'm meats. smoking meats. <laughs> I am quite literally bringing home actual bacon, like I did right, this weekend, right, which and then awesome. burning two batches of it, like Ooh. I did this weekend. How uh, 
Well, one question. How did that happen? But how is the uh, video game <laughs> system going? You were set an incentive for one of your kids, right, for a video game system? Yeah, the little guy, my eight-year-old, um, who enjoys video games. It's funny. Had he not brought this up, I was just going to like buy a PlayStation 5 at some point. He, uh, he said, hey, is there a way that I could make that much money? We were like, that's a lot of money. It's like $500. And uh, we said, well, here's what you can do. If you earn $250 by the time your birthday comes around in July... We will, as your only gift, the only present that you get will be us paying for the other half of the game system. But bear in mind, it's always a family thing. But he sees that as that's the way to get it. I'm going to earn $250, and then mom and dad are going to give me a matching offer as mm. my only present. So it's good. He's uh, he's already been counting up money toward that and figuring out when he can get to that magic number. So, yes, he is he's trucking away. Good. And then any Christmas money that they got, you know, grandma gave them some money, great grandma gave them some money, and they all put that. And uh, anytime they do get paid, whether it's full or not, they run their money upstairs and count their money and all that kind of stuff. So we're getting there slowly but surely, some lessons. And I'm smoking meats. All I'm right. smoking and brining meats. Oh, really? Don't worry about it. Is this from Hannah? Oh, we'll get to Hannah in a second. Yeah. Uh, Teresa said, um, Donna, you have to watch the true story movie, Hachi. Stars Richard Gere. He goes to the railroad station every day to greet him. Oh, my God. It's a must-see. Oh. Teresa, saw it. Loved it. Cried my <laughs> eyes out. Love it. It's Because it's that breed of dog that, uh, the, the, is it a, is it called a, Jing, what, what's the name of those dogs? Oh, what <laughs> are you going to say? Jing Lai? No, <laughs> no, uh, forget it. Uh, I'll get back to you. The, those dogs are very loyal. Um, Hannah, chill out, chill out, man. Guys, guys, do we still? Hey, it's your do week, Donna, right? question. No, it's yours. No, it's yours. It's yours. That's why I didn't send her one. Oh, all right. Hannah, like our, our millennial Hannah, is like passively aggressively yelling at us. Always. And we're not going to take it. That's right. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Bye. Bye. Bye.